This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt and with Russell Stendahl. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Russell Stendahl is an author of many books. He's the editor of the Jubilee Bible. He produces content for Latin American broadcast, Christian radio, and he's also the director of SOM Latin America. Now, David, I want to start out with you. Uh, you and Russell together are working on a project in Mexico that is dealing with both broadcast and with aviation. Tell us a little bit about what God is doing, what he's unfolding with SOM's ministry in Mexico right now. Yeah, it's fun to always be on the podcast with you, Mark, but even a great joy to have. Oh, thanks. Yes, yes. We all, you, we've had a lot of good times, a lot of podcasts, and we love bringing on our country contacts and directors mm -hmm. here. And of course, Russell is just so full of wisdom and leadership and what God's doing through him. And and out of that relationship is uh, uh, Umberto runs the work of SOM Mexico. And Umberto and all of us together, we've just grown in friendship and passion for serving. And, and one of the tools that God has given Umberto in Mexico and the Sierra Madres, where we're able to serve with practical needs, but the most important need is the Word of God is an aviation. 70% of the uh, third villages they go to have no roads. It's just paths and it's getting there by mule or maybe a motorcycle or ATV. Uh, and, and, and many times it takes a day or two just to get there one way, let alone get home. So aviation has wow. been a great tool where there's a little landing script, short way, uh, short runways. And, and, and Russell's a bush pilot too, out of all the many talents he has. And, um, and so Umberto wanted to have a retreat to really impact their pilots that, that, that they're really developing right now that in their skills in their spiritual maturity because you know the mountains are very dangerous difficult to fly in um, and so he hosted the first aviation pilots retreat so it was with uh, up-and-coming pilots experienced pilots like uh, Russell and we were able to go down there and um, encourage the believers and and Russell um, you know, really just with his relationship and his stories, but he was able to really give some practical tips with spiritual application. Uh, so Russell, I want to even turn it over to you. What, um, what are some of the ways that you felt like this retreat impacted the workers in Mexico and what were you able to share with them? I was reminded of years ago in Columbia, you know, we were doing similar things and starting similar things. So, you know, I was able to share experience that we've gleaned, you know, my dad always said, if you can learn from somebody else's mistakes, then you don't have to commit your own. So uh, I was <laughs> yeah. sharing, you know, with the Mexican pilots, and they seem to be picking up on it. Well, let's give them a taste, though, because I was really blessed. Um, to I shared some of my own stories and, and got to share one, one of the sessions, and, and then you shared a session, and you talked about attitude. Well, yeah, you know, one of the uh, secrets to excellent bush flying is maintain the right attitude of the airplane. In fact, the whole airplane becomes an attitude indicator if you're sensitive to it. And you can fly into a short field even if the none of the instruments are operating. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, an airplane always stalls at the same angle of attack, regardless of load factor or anything else. And so once you have that attitude where it's going to stall, and once you have the attitude in your mind where it's a level flight, and then you can, you know, Drill into you, you know what a 
normal approach should look like and what a short approach should look like in terms of the attitude of the airplane. You just maintain that attitude and control the rest with the throttle and um, it becomes uh, pretty easy. So, Russell, you talk about the attitude of the airplane. So spiritually, how does that connect to uh, the greater work of what you're doing there? How does that connect to the attitude of the Christian? Well, Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of the heavens. And so the blessing is for the um, humble, not for the arrogant. And uh, okay. and the promise is for the meek, you know, uh, and, and not, not for those who are uh, full of uh, pride. And, and uh, so those are basic principles. And you can have very gifted missionaries, but if they're proud and arrogant, they're not going to go anywhere in terms of eternal results. And so we, we need to be um, have the right attitude, not only in flying, but in life in general, in the ministry, if, if people are going to pay attention to what we say and if we're going to be effective. And so as we're flying into these places, you know, maybe we're bringing in supplies that they can't get, medical supplies, maybe a doctor, or maybe we're taking somebody out in an emergency to the hospital, or um, maybe it's an evangelist or, you know, I used to, you know, when I was younger, fly around with a projector and a generator and a series of Life of Christ films, and there would be no runway, so I maybe I'd land on the main street of the town, and then I'd spend the night and I'd project these films on the whitewashed wall of the hut, you know, that had the best whitewashed job, you know, maybe in the center of town, and everybody, they, they'd spend all night, they'd make me show all the movies all night long, I, I couldn't get to sleep, you know, they just again and again and again and again if we ran out of movies and showed the first one over again and then you know and so then i would have been all up up all night and then you'd fly to the next town and do the same thing and you could just keep going for the longest time doing stuff like that and then it led to you know danger on the ground and a lot of armed groups and stuff and so we started dropping radios and bibles and things by parachute at first i dropped them without a parachute just wrapping them plastic but I hit a guy in the head with a with a. First of all, I hit a guy in the head with a with a book, and it oh. it didn't do a huge amount of damage. But it gave him a pretty good slap. He didn't look up, and when the plane went over, and the and it was a it was a book by Doctor Dobson, and the title was "When God Doesn't Make Sense." And uh, <laughs> so this guy got a wake up call. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, so he had a nice slap. But I thought, you know, what if I kill somebody with a Bible? You know, I, we don't want to do that. So that's when we started doing the parachutes. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, so a guy came in one day and said, uh, you know, the parachute didn't open right. And your radio came down and hit my cow right in the head. You know, and I thought, oh, no, he's going to charge me the cow. Oh, Bounce it right off the cow's forehead. But what happened was it shattered the radio and the cow was fine. All he wanted was a new radio. Let me let me jump in too, Russell, because I just want to summarize. I felt like um, wonderfully Russell shared that, and and what the pious were able to see is there's a connection in the spirit. You keep the right attitude and understand that attitude is safety and, um, and say you know and, and good landings, especially in, in a short airfield. It, and so that connects to the attitude of the believer is going to open opportunities 
and let the Lord multiply and, you know, persevere on the field or could disqualify you to get in an accident, a wreck, or even take somebody's life. And, and the pilots of the Mexicans really received that as we were there last week. So it was wonderful. And Russell had all these stories. So we were just lavishing and banqueted in these wonderful stories. Well, and that, what I got out of that, Russell, is is it doesn't matter how much load that you might have on you as a minister, you might have an incredible ministry on your hands, but those same things that, that stall out, whether it's a small ministry or a big ministry, if you have things like arrogance and pride, it's the same thing that, that makes the ministry stall out and ultimately crash into the ground, regardless of the size of your ministry. And that's kind of what I what I heard from you. I don't know if that's what you're trying to say or not. Yeah, and we, you know, even here in the United States, and as we travel around speaking things, this is, you know, general principle. Of course, you know, the Lord has the last word, but we don't cancel small meetings because somebody gave us a bigger opportunity on the same day, you mm-hmm. know. If we've told somebody we're going to make it, that's what we do. That's what you're going to do. Well, I need to wrap up this section. And after our break, I want to talk a little bit more about what the Lord's doing in Mexico. So we'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt and with Russell Stendahl. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Russell Stendahl is the director of SOM Latin America. Now, you guys are working together right now to put together a new broadcast ministry along with an aviation wing in Mexico. So, David, tell us a little bit about the need that we have right now for broadcasting specifically in Mexico and the Sierra Madres Mountains. Yes, um so many of the tribal people, there's over 60 in Mexico that don't speak Spanish. They have their own native language. And a mass majority of them have no witness of Christ. Uh, that Living in the tribal areas, they don't have a lot of the technology. They don't have the internet. Um, they don't have the word of God. And so that was really on the heart of Umberto, who oversees all that ministry there to be able to impact uh, them and, and just... And, and so the thought, is, and many of them can't read. There's limitations on reading. And so with the relationship with Russell, he went um, together. I brought Umberto down a few years ago with a, uh, to Russell and saw what the Lord had matured and developed in Russell and the production of programs and the radio and how powerful a tool that is. And that really just sparked a vision in Umberto, how that can happen all the way down to Sierra Madres and be a way for the tribal people of Mexico and Sierra Madres to have access to the Word of God. And um, and so that's where it began. So they've already, last year, put up uh, two radio stations. They're hoping and praying about four radio stations this year, as God provides. And But part of the issue then is how are those radio stations going to be maintained, engineering, and aviation then becomes this am- amazing tool. So that's, again, why Russell and I were just down this last week 
is the courage on the technology side, the aviation, but connect it to the spiritual side. And so all of us shared, I was able to share some of my aviation stories of flying around. I'm a professional right seater. I'm not a <laughs> pilot, but I uh, have a lot of time in the right seat with some of these amazing pilots, appreciate their skills and shared some powerful stories of Russell. And I, and I addressed the issue of risk management. Mm -hmm. and, and the basic principle I made, Mark, uh, was how we, uh, all pilots uh, have to face inerrant risk but that's true for all of life. That's right. Is all of life is is risk taking and no risk, no gain. And that's a spiritual truth too. If, mm -hmm. if people want to live safe and avoid, you know, even persecution, all they have to do is keep their faith quiet, not be a witness. So yeah, there's right. a risk there, but there's great gain. It's pleasure to the Father's heart, and um, and it's what God, we're called and really made to do. And we're, we're in the greatest joy when we're sharing, multiplying His kingdom. And and so th these calls constantly have to be made by a pilot. When do they take? more risk when they take less and 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 where where is that line and mm -hmm. what i talked about is that there's a lot of good pilots out there who who um ultimately are technically chain, uh, trained there's they have great skills but they really limit their risk uh because they're tr they're trained not to and and yet because of that it's a limitation on the impact that they have uh, for you know the kingdom of God and, mm -hmm. and really impacting others, uh, you know ninety percent of people who probably uh, own airplanes never had the vision of how God could use the that very expensive resource for His His glory. That's right. And um, so we we're Russell and I, especially together, we we're able to talk about stories where the Lord put upon our heart that that He was going ahead of us, and we were able to take some risk to even harm and obviously death if things were up and, you know, in and, and the plane. And yet how great an impact that brought to the people that we were going to serve. Um, and so that was what last week about it in Mexico. And I'll turn it over to Russ. I'd love to hear his thoughts about what the potential is now for what God's doing in Mexico. Because we're excited, of course, we got inside of Colombia and what he's doing in Venezuela, the Latin world. But now we see this vision starting to grow and momentum in uh, Mexico. And I'd love for you to comment on that, uh, Russell, or anything else you have in your heart. Well, the key, of course, is to being led by the Holy Spirit. And uh, it isn't a good idea to try and do ministry anywhere in the world if you're not led by the Holy Spirit. But in aviation, it's even more critical because if you're not being led by the Spirit of God and you go out and take some risks, um, <laughs> yeah. you could come to a very bad end. Yeah. And uh, that's putting it mildly. And uh, But and even, you know, following the Holy Spirit, we still... Um, Every risk that we can reasonably eliminate, we eliminate. We we don't just run unnecessary risks. We we, we and we don't do uh, certain things are just you know emergency uh, procedures that uh, you have in your bag of tools if if they should ever be necessary. But we don't um, we we don't get into these situations without a green light from the Lord every step along the way. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's an important distinction that we're not just risking for the sake of risk, but you're taking risks. Um, you're not afraid of taking a risk for Jesus, and, and that's one thing that is a distinctive of spirit of martyrdom is that we're serving leaders who risk much for Jesus. Uh, again, it's implied that these are risks that are carefully chosen. Well, and that's the difference that I, I brought the difference between good pilots and great pilots are the ones who are led by the Holy Spirit. And what does it look like to be led by the Holy Spirit? Well, it's the it's the ones who recognize they begin to eat literally off the fruit of the Holy Spirit 
where that becomes their comfort zone instead of their own control. Because when we let the Holy Spirit control our lives, we learn His language, we learn His leading, and and one of the uh, you know first you know, major fruits of the Holy Spirit is peace. So that when God gives us peace and a confidence that that perpetuates us into that risk, um, and we recognize it well, we know that the Lord's doing something maybe we don't even understand. But we we sense his pleasure and his approval, and and so that then you know calculates into the faith that God's given to us to accomplish His will. You know, I think that this has been a really clarifying uh, podcast today about what we mean about taking risk for Jesus, and we want to invite you, our listener, to take some risks along with us for Jesus and to get involved with those who are risking much for the kingdom. Now, in Russell's case and Humberto's case, uh, every time they get into that plane, Humberto's plane, some of them are ultralights. They're terrifying looking. <laughs> but uh, every time they get into that plane and they approach that that runway in the bush or the downtown street or whatever it is, you know, they are taking a risk for the gospel. But we believe we serve a God who is worth those risks when he calls us to take them. If you want to find out more about those who are risking much on the front lines in the most restricted areas in the world, you can sign up at atriskradio.com. And and David, one more thought here. Yeah, Mark, and I also want to invite our listening audience, if they're interested in the aviation part, we talked about Mm. doing, uh, maybe annually, this was our first, but annually, a pilot's retreat with the Mexican pilots and and American pilots. But there's a lot of Arden pilots that support aviation, who love aviation. Let us know. We're praying about that, thinking about next year doing that. We're thinking about doing it in the United States instead of in Mexico. Um, We'd love to hear what the interest is. And if you want to have a part of what God's doing, using aviation uh, in Latin America. I've seen guys spend $200 to fly their plane in order to get a donut with other pilots. <laughs> they talk about the $100 hamburger at airports because guys, they love flying. But what it would be better than to use your plane to go and meet other people who are passionate about aviation ministry and about how to use those planes for the gospel. Hey, if you want to learn more about Spirit of Martyrdom's ministry, you want to support Spirit of Martyrdom, you want to become a donor to Spirit of Martyrdom, we invite you to go to spiritofmartyrdom.com. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.